Hi, my name is Scott Schweitzer and I am the Clydesdale. My friends Amy Radowski, Charlie Yodi, Kat Shear love fitness as a sport as much as I do. We are all 40 plus Masters Age athletes who give all we have to lead a healthy, active life. We also want to bring you athlete interviews, human interest stories, and all the news surrounding the sport of fitness. If you like what you hear, consider giving us a five-star rating and writing a review. We are also available with full video on YouTube at the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends Podcast, as well as all traditional podcast platforms. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at the Clydesdale underscore fitness and friends. And now, off to this week's episode of the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends. My name is Scott Schweitzer. I'm your host. I am the Clydesdale. We love to do fitness and these are my friends. And we've got the whole cast and crew today, especially our special friend, Dave Newman from RX Smart Gear. Um, Dave, how you doing? I'm doing great, guys. It's great to be back on with you. Yeah, so I know that we have some questions for you, but we are going to be at the games in less than two weeks now. And Ooh. so you have been there how many years in a row? Um, well, this will be number 12. Technically, it'll be number 12 because last year I did go to the games when they were up in Aromas um, at the ranch and the Morgan Hill. Um, but there were there were no vendors and no audience. Um, so friends of mine uh, won the catering uh, contract to feed everybody um, the entire week. And so they they were from out of state and asked for my help. So I went up and spent the week with them uh, catering and delivering food to the ranch and to all the volunteers and athletes and judges. Yeah, it was super fun. So that was my 11th. And then, so this will be my, my 12th attending and having some sort of participation, so. And it's full go in Madison. So full crowd, no restrictions, um, should be a, a great show. We're, we're hoping so, like we're keeping our fingers crossed. We, we did speak to some, some good friends, um, very, very heavy in the CrossFit community, former games athlete who they, they reside in that area. And they said that the, the local businesses were, even though it's fully wide open, no mask and all that, they said that they're, they're still a little bit on edge about COVID and it's not like open doors come in, like there might still be some mask requirements in some establishments and um, we'll just have to see how it goes. So they kind of forewarned us to be prepared. Well, that's a great update. Yeah. Um, so what, what are you going to do while you're at the games? You know, this will be the first games that um, my wife, Susan and I uh, will, will literally get to enjoy the whole show because every games we've been to, you know, we're working, we're always, we're at our booth, we're, we're interacting, engaging with, um, you know, with uh, all the, all the uh, folks coming through and, and having a blast. It's a lot of work, but it's a lot of fun, very rewarding. So this year, uh, we're not going to have a booth presence on site. Um, however, Assault Fitness is sponsoring the community workout area and where they put on workouts throughout the day, I think running in heats uh, every hour on the hour. And then they're also going to have uh, special guest clinicians like uh, Hinshaw um, doing aerobic capacity. And uh, I can't recall all of them, but they, they asked if uh, I could come in and do a, a double under workshop, which I'm excited to do. And so, um, yeah, so I'll be uh, spending some time with those guys, but really just enjoying the show, man. It's going to be a lot of fun. And, and uh, Sue and I are pretty excited. So we're actually going to be camped out at the Morning Chalk Up booth, um, doing double duty, both for this podcast and Morning Chalk Up. And nice. I spoke to you by text, and we are, we're hoping that we have enough time to get you down and maybe do some live demos uh, with some jump rope and maybe help us out with ours. Uh, oh, heck yeah. The guinea pigs and do some demo stuff. Uh, but I think that'd be a lot of fun. Uh, for the I'm band. in. That, that sounds great. Yeah. We're going to have ton of time on our hands so yeah looking forward to doing that with you guys it'll be super fun maybe we can uh do some giveaways and things like that too if you guys want for your for your uh clydesdale 
audience. That would be incredible. And I know our yeah, audience would, would love awesome. it as well. So I know, I know Kat has a specific question she's been dying to ask you for a couple months now. And so I'm going to give her <laughs> well, the floor. I, I actually might hold that until the games because that's pretty specific to me and, and my drag rope. But I was um, curious about um, a recent post that I saw from Jessica Griffith, where it looks like you gave her some tips on her double unders. Um, and I think, you know, a lot of people know you as, you know, the guy from RX Mark Gear, but I don't think people realize what an expert in the actual movement that you are and that, you know, you put on these clinics and things like that. So tell us a little bit about how that went down. Was that just a random, you happened to see it and gave her a tip and it worked? Oh, well, thank you, number one, for the using the big E word. Wow. I'd take that any day. <laughs> um, you know what? Actually, no. Uh, Jessica was in town uh, over the weekend training at Invictus. And um, and so my, my wife and I ran down like we're, we're good friends with the, the whole Invictus family and, uh, you know, awesome group. And so uh, they, they were doing a tie dye um, fundraiser, you know, T-shirt tie dye fundraiser. So we went down to help tie-dye a bunch of shirts and just kind of hang out with them and so uh yeah Jessica pulled me aside and said hey I'm having issues you know spe specifically with her dra with drag rope and so um so we we jumped aside and and um you know looked at what she was doing and I I identified some of her little quirks and and made her aware of it and gave her some cues on how to try and manage it and uh and as is very very common with anybody we work with you know you always resort back to what's natural right and um and so she went right back and then literally texted me the next day like i'm doing it again like what am i doing and she sent me video and uh again it was just a quick reminder like here look like here's here's uh here's what you're doing it's very simple very straightforward and um yeah and i was it was neat to see her put that post up there because i actually am doing a lot of video coaching with games athletes right now you'd be really really surprised how many games athletes who are the best at CrossFit overall, like they're just amazing, you know, athletic human performers, but uh, A, they have weaknesses, they have weird quirks, um, and B, they also want to be, you know, like the, every little margin of error, they want to try and control it, right, and try and be that much better, even if it's just half a percent, they want to be better, so so I, I'm coaching a lot of uh, a lot of games bound athletes and and former games that are going back again uh, athletes that um, yeah just want to tighten up their skill or have more confidence when they pick up the rope and and so it, it it's neat to see that and I was really happy that Jessica posted that to show that you know because we all struggle right now everybody struggles at something and even with the jump rope we all struggle and to see these high level athletes. Um, still having issues and quirks, right? Showing that they're human. Uh, I think it, it um, puts things in perspective for, for everybody else. So, um, so it's super fun, uh, yeah, to, to help out. So along those lines, you know, you've been around the sport for a very long time, you know, uh, what, 2009, 10? Um, uh, yeah, well, my CrossFit journey started in 08, but the games was starting in 2010, like attending the games, yeah. Yeah, and so you're really known as that expert in the jump rope field. And you have all these new jump rope companies trying to come into the space with all these tricks and, and tips with different equipment. So is your plan just, hey, this has worked for so long, where I'm just gonna stay the course? Or do you, do you see that coming in and say, hey, can we do that as well? What, what is your business thought in that? Oh, that's a great question, Scott. Honestly, um, you know, it, it's uh, we always pay attention to what's going on for sure. Um, but, you know, we have to remind ourselves it's such a uh, there are eight billion people in the world, you know, and um, or whatever, close to eight billion. And so, you know, when when new companies come along, uh, it's neat to see what they're doing. It's interesting to get other people's take on things. Um, and, uh, you know, for us, it's really just staying in our lane and knowing what we're good at, you know? So we, we do like to see, it's kind of fun and interesting, but for us, it's, it's get back to business, put our blinders on and we know what we're good at and, and just try and focus on that. And we know where maybe we can improve in, in different areas and, you know, add more things. Um, 
add more things to, uh, to, to benefit the community. So, I mean, jump ropes are great. There's, 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 there's not a lot of different ways you can cut up jump ropes, right? Like, I think we've already done that for the most part, you know, uh, obviously it's been around for, you know, since the Egyptian times and, uh, you know, we were stoked that we came along and were able to kind of help push the envelope and get people thinking about their jump rope differently as far as having different levels of resistance and going slower, going faster and just, you know, things like that. So, um, but there's a lot of variations you can still do. I mean, I think, I think the jump rope itself, there's not a whole lot more you can do to make that product much different. You can make it prettier, right? A little bit more, you know, fun to look at or what have you, but technologically there's not a whole lot you could do for advancement of a jump rope. So now I think it gets down to um, the movements you do with the jump rope. And that's really more what we're focusing on is like, you know, CrossFit is so kind of mono focused on singles, doubles, triples, singles, doubles, triples. Right. And, you know, lately I've been, I've been trying to train myself to do a double under with a cross, which is super fun. Right. So now I'm a beginner all over again. When double unders get really easy, okay, you ramp it up, right? Well, how do you make it more difficult? Well, make the skill more difficult or do it with something heavier or do it for longer. So for me, yeah, just adding another element of trying to cross in a double under is, is so fun yet frustrating as well because I'm whipping the tar out of myself. Um, but, uh, but it's fun. I've been kind of chronicling my journey and doing a lot of videotape. I posted a little bit out there already uh, just showing that I, I, you know, mess up just like everybody else and, you know, try and stay focused and calm and all that. But yeah, so that's a great question, but, you know, we're, we're, we're always looking at, you know, where can we add, you know, not just jump ropes, but where are there issues that we can um, make it a better experience for people? So we have, um, we have a, a new product coming out very shortly once we finish kind of our media, but we have a, an inflatable plyo box. Did I tell you guys about that already? I can't remember. No. Oh yeah. So we have the world's first inflatable plyo box and I'm super excited about it because it's, it's just, it's amazing, right? Like all the issues that we experience with a regular wooden box, you know, being too heavy, takes up a lot of space. Um, people just crushing their shins whenever they miss a box jump, all that's out the door. We, we, we've solved all those issues with an inflatable plyo box. So um, if you have, actually, I posted something about it. If you guys jump over to my CEO account, RxSG CEO account, and scroll back and look for a, a picture of a, a kettlebell sitting on this wadded up black uh, material, and if you just scroll through those images, you'll see um, see a little you know teaser sneak peek. But so that that's something that we're real excited to get out to the community because I think it's gonna. Um, it's going to allow people to have like a way more enjoyable fitness experience, right? Without worrying about all the other um, ancillary pitfalls um, and a couple other things that, that we're working on too, that are going to really like really change the game for people. So um, yeah, just keep, keep, keep forging ahead, right? Innovate or stagnate. That's what we always say. Well, one, I love that idea Two, I can't wait for crisscross applesauce to be in the games. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Me too. So a serious question, though, is when do you see triple unders making their way into the games? Yeah, you know what, man, that's that's the unicorn. Honestly, um, you know, uh, are you familiar with Josh Everett? Yes. Yep. So Josh Everett, longtime friend, super awesome dude, um, you know, competed uh, back in the, you know, like 07, 08, 09 games um, and you know, I, he told me around 2016, somewhere thereabouts, that, he, you know, he was having a conversation with Castro and Castro really had wanted to put triple unders in the games for like the last couple of years at that time. Um, but the concern was was really more about judging them than it was the athletes performing them. And so um, so we kind of paid attention to what um crossfit.com was posting on their daily wad and we started seeing more and more so from 2016 after we had that conversation we were seeing a lot more workouts with triple unders being programmed um and so we thought wow they're they're probably going to do it you know by 
by 2017, we thought it was a really good shot. They were going to have them in the games. And that's when we came out with our, our high-end speed rope, the Evo, you know, to have an answer for that. And, uh, and yet they still haven't put them in the games. I was just talking with CJ Martin over the weekend and, and he says the same thing. It's like uh, the judging, I think, is going to be the difficult thing for the judges, and which it shouldn't be. It really bums me out because I, I wish they would reach out to us and bring us in to help their judges learn how to, how to judge it, how to see it, identify it, count the good reps, um, because we're, we're pretty good at it, frankly. And, um, but we noticed that judges really and no no knock on the judges i mean judges i mean without volunteers everybody there i mean the games wouldn't happen so we're stoked that they're there but uh but there are a lot of miscounting with with judges and double unders for whatever reason um i i have an idea why but uh and i've had direct conversations with adrian bozeman and and castro and and gave them my two cents about it and they politely disagreed with me and i said okay well good luck and uh and their judges still miscount, uh, you know, a good number of double unders. So, you know, triple unders will be interesting. I don't know. Um, that's why, I, honestly, I think a double under with a cross would be more likely, right? Because really a double under with a cross is boxers have been doing it for ages. And in the grand scheme of, of jump rope uh, world, it's not a super difficult skill. So somebody doesn't have to be quite as athletic to do that skill versus a triple under, right? So uh, I would like to see that honestly first. I think that'd be much more um, aesthetically pleasing to watch because it's a cool looking move um, and easier to judge, I think. So your guess is as good as mine, bud. Yeah, I, I do see where the concern is. Being a judge, there's concern whenever there's double unders in an event and everybody's coached up on that. Um, but yeah. So, well, Dave, I want to thank you so much. You're, you're so good to us. It was so good to finally meet you uh, last month uh, and yeah. get to hang out with you and Susan. Uh, and we get to do it again in about a week and a half. Yes, indeed. It's going to be super fun. We'll get more time together. So yeah, it'll be, it'll be fun. Yeah. Well, Are all you of so you going to be there? Are all of you going to be there? Not uh, Charlie. Yeah. Charlie can't make oh. it. Her still up in the air. Oh, still up in the air. Okay. <laughs> okay. Cool. We're trying to get them there. Awesome. Look forward to it, guys. It'll be fun. All right. Thanks, Dave. We'll talk All to right, you guys, soon. Have a good one. Bye. Yeah. Well, guys, how's it going? Going. Great. How's your week? Well, speaking of jump ropes, I have a competition this weekend that I'm doing. And they announced all the workouts. And like every workout has sandbags in it because it's it's uh, sponsored by a sandbag company, whatever. But then they announced heavy double unders. So we have one person at the gym who's got a heavy rope that let me practice with it. And I have, we have to do 20 double unders in the comp. I will only be able to succeed at this doing one double under at a time. And Charlie can attest to it because he watched me try to. Anytime yeah. I would do try to do two consecutive ones, I would, the rope would trip and then it would hit the top of my foot and it kills. Mm. So, and here's did the thing, I the, get the Did you videos. watch the Instagram that, yeah, the Jess Griffith? Yeah. Did that make any sense to you? Like where her hands were? Yes, and I know like that my timing, I need to slow my timing down, but it was so hard for me to learn double others to begin with that <laughs> I'm afraid. I might screw up a lot of stuff. It'll mess so, up your double unders. Right. So I'm I'm hoping that my partner will just be able to just take over and get them done. Or I'll do one at a time. We'll so see. is this a two-person competition? Yeah, it's a yeah, partner competition in Salina, Ohio at CrossFit Grape. So cool. Yeah, familiar are you uh, are there. you in like an open division or a master's division? Maybe age groups, RX? Oh, scale? well, that's what's yeah. funny. We're in the RX division, um, but we will definitely probably be the oldest. Um, and so we did make masters t-shirts just so that everybody understood that we know that we're masters. <laughs> Good. So. Want to shout out your partner? Yeah, my partner is Marcus Creatoro. He's the owner oh, of Shred. Cool. All right. Awesome. Is he also a master's age? 
Yeah. He's, like, he's not an ultimate master our- like myself. He's 40 plus or is he in like but 35 I'm- to 39? Is he 40 oh, plus? Cool. And our team name is He-Man and She-Ra. And He-Man, if you remember, is the most powerful man in the universe, which is just giving my partner, you know, this big head because I thought of this. But She-Ra, if you remember, I talk about She-Ra mm-hmm. all the time. She is the princess of power. And they were siblings. And so I feel like with all this power, maybe the master. And we do have Master He-Man and Master She-Ra on the back of our That's cool. Our shirts. So very there's fun. A, there is a new show coming out on Netflix. He-Man. I saw. So Amy, what is your pre-work, uh, your pre-competition like deload week look like? Like, do you have a specific yeah. routine? It's, that's interesting. No, because I'm having a hard time actually. This is really weird for me, but I'm having a hard time being motivated this week to, in general, work out, which is definitely not me. I never have that problem with motivation. So I think part of it is also that I'm getting the older I get, the more I know that like this week isn't going to make or break this competition. Like I'm already prepared as much as I'm going to be. And so I'm more so at the stage where it's like I don't want to do anything and get injured or prevent me from being able to compete so you know typically I would just do my regular kind of workout and then maybe scale back Thursday and Friday but this week I've just kind of been doing different things like I did I ran on um, I did the workout on Tuesday at the gym but it was all like cardio double under biking and rowing so it wasn't anything kind of heavy with a barbell that I feel like I might you know could potentially catch wrong or do something um and so today i'm like i don't know maybe i'll bike and run again some intervals but the motivation is a little bit off this week how excited are you to be back to live in-person competition super excited so i've gotten to attend other people doing it like over like the end of spring but i wasn't participating yet so i'm super excited to be able to do that was the last time you competed was it Arnold? Arnold? The Arnold. That was over a year the ago, Arnold, right? Which was February of 2020. Yep. March, March of 2020. Yeah. Are you going to pass the drug so test? I'm really, uh, which drug test? And yes. Let's <laughs> <laughs> speak of them. What's going on with these teams? What's going on with these banned substances in these teams? What's up? Listen, you got to do what you got to do. Crazy. So the, yeah, the one guy from the Ocean <laughs> State's finest, he, you know, admitted to taking something. Apparently he was, did not have his sights on competing. And then as the open progressed and his team, you know, his members from his gym started to be good enough to qualify, I guess he stopped taking it. I don't, you know, I don't know the specifics, but he's put out a lot on social media about apologizing to his team. And apparently his wife tested positive too. Um, and he's come out publicly, you know, refuting her test, saying that they must have got the samples mixed up or something because there's no way she did. Um, I don't know. Like he's going with the uh, didn't that who was the that's that's got a grimace on his face. He wants. I know to say Emily. Something. Emily Abbott. <laughs> Emily. He said her boyfriend is taking something. She blamed it on her fiance on like yeah. a kiss or something. Right. And they not together anymore. No. no. Yeah. So that's, I mean, that's just gotta be the team aspect of it just kills me. You know, it's one thing if you're an individual athlete and you get banned and you lose and you're not allowed to do it, but there are three other people relying on you to be doing what's right. And when you don't, and you knowingly go into a competition, knowing that you haven't, like, at what point do you go, wait a minute, guys, (laughs) just want to let you know. But also remember Ellie. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. What? She said she like ate this? something weird. What? Nothing. Like, like that was another kind of team competition thing. And I remember Rich coming out and being like, there's no way she knowingly did this, but how yeah. devastating. Yeah. And, and she actually, I mean, the thing that bugs me about that one is that she was very adamant about following up with her fans and being transparent and, and we've heard nothing since 
that day when she said she was going to be really transparent and let everybody know because she didn't want the same thing to happen to her or happen to someone else. So she vowed once like the investigation was over to like be completely transparent with the public. And she wasn't. And I think she's adorable and sweet, a sweet person, but I don't like what happened there. No explanation. And then this third, this third instance uh, from Move Fast, Lift Heavy. So the folks, Christian Harris's team, right? The girl that cleaned a million pounds at Granite Games. Um, now, I don't know what she, what she tested positive for. And I guess CrossFit eventually will tell us what she tested positive for. But according to her, she tested positive for this EHEA supplement that's supposed to help with like hormones and, and whatnot, but it is banned. And so, you know, Christian Harris came out on his Instagram and said, you know, I take responsibility partially for this because I'm the captain of the team and I should have educated everybody and let them know, you know, we should have maybe been more thorough about our supplements and things like that. But I guess if you don't think what you're buying at GNC is going to make you pop for the CrossFit games, then maybe it's not even something you think about. I don't know. I mean, it's weird. we all know that they're not regulated, right? <laughs> yeah. GNC. I mean, that's like not an unknown thing. It's not like, so you, you take that at a risk, anything that you take, because yes, there are some third party testers, but we all know that you can't just, I mean, I think you can't just go to GNC and buy something and not assume there's a potential risk. Yeah. I, I also think, remember this year is the affiliate cup, right? We went back to this sort of grassroots local box thing. So you've got people, I, I do think you have people that don't think of themselves as professional athletes, right? And don't think of themselves as full-time athletes. And I think there's just some, there's a different attitude about the things that they take and how careful they are because of that. Do you know what I mean? And not to say that all of these people that qualified was a complete fluke and they weren't trying to qualify because I'm sure they were, but it's almost like one of these things where it's like, oh crap, we qualified. Like we're good enough to go to the games. It, I don't know. I don't know that all these people that are making it and popping like started the season with like, okay, we're going. I think, you know I, mean? I think that's a valid comment on the majority of the teams, but somebody like move fast, lift heavy, that that's kind of a stacked team. Like that, that was a recruited team and they should have known better. And I, um, I reached out to Dex because Christian was Dex's teammate last year and I just sure. was like, hey, how is Christian? What, what's going on? He goes, he's going to be okay. But I told him, you know, remember when I was the captain, I sat you all down and said, listen, none of you better cost me a chance to the game. If you're using now, we're Call done, right? right? Let's get it out right now because I don't want to see that you popped right before the games and I lose my chance. He said, I had to come to Jesus with my whole team and said, before we even get into this mess, you got to let me know now. And that's, if you read Christian's comments, he kind of regrets that he didn't have that moment with the team. Right. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, the good thing is people are getting tested, right? I mean, like CrossFit is trying to hold everybody accountable and, and legitimize their sport the best way they know how. So that's encouraging. Um, it just sucks then. And then, you know, it sucks for these teams that like 12 laborers that got the backfill spot and then maybe Timberwolf, who's going to get this other backfill spot, you know, you've been eating your Ben and Jerry's for the last three months and not, you know, and, and another point and maybe taking substances, right? Because there was an article I read today about it, are those teams that now get accepted, are they going to have to get drug tested first? Because Maybe I was cycling off of something. I went to compete. I didn't make it cycling right back on. Cause I think I have a whole nother year to train for, for the CrossFit games. And then I get the call. Hey, guess what? You're coming to the CrossFit games. It's like, Oh shit. Now what? Yeah. It's, crazy. it's crazy. And if you're, if you're the sixth place team or six, sixth place individual, like you better be prepared these days with the way yeah. this stuff is going. You can't go do your Ben and Jerry's if you're the first person out. Um, yeah, I'm, I imagine there's always, I mean, as we know, there's always talk amongst, okay, I've heard this, this, and this about that person. There is a chance they could get popped, so we better stay ready. 
Yeah, that's true. Right. I'm not in that, like that close to that ecosystem. And you're, and you're right. They all may have their suspicions anyway. They may have known, you know, somebody on Timberwolf may have known the day of the competition when they got sixth place, they all probably looked at each other and were like, we're going to stay fit. <laughs> stay yeah. ready. You're right. That's a good point, Charlie. Yeah, it's the crazy. More, the more and more we become friends with some games athletes or former games athletes, the more I learn that they do know, they do have an idea of things that are going on. And, yeah. you know. Well, even like, do you remember at the Arnold, Scott, the team that took first place, the girl was admittedly using steroids. I mean, she was working out with Louis Simmons too. So, I mean, it was pretty obvious that she was, she was going to pop if there would have been a test. So. Right, right. Crazy. Yeah. Luckily, so there was no prize. I actually have a follow-up to this, right? Because I, I was having a talk with someone last night and have you ever been tempted? Have you ever been tempted to take the stuff? I mean, none of us are going to be professional CrossFitters, but how tempted have you been to take it? I, I Googled no. SARMs this morning. I was I, I did this, like I was this close to hitting the button. Yeah. Charlie, I feel I like looked, is curious. Me? Yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm I'd take all of them if they didn't cost money. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> I'm too cheap. Well, I always I always thought like that they weren't very readily available in the US. Like I thought you had to like order them from oh, some no. weird website in China. And I mean, I literally know. I just Googled SARMs and you can find all the different varieties in big bottles that say SARMs on the front of them. Well, you know, I don't like, even know what I to get means. it. SARMs is huh? just like a different type of um, performance enhancer that's not a steroid. It's like some other, you know, engineered the way it bonds to molecules in your body and does whatever it does. But there's, there are multiple varieties of them and not a lot of testing on humans have right. been done with them and there's no regulation. So if you click on the description, it just says, Hey, this one's supposed to help you lose weight. And we did a study on 10 rats and they lost body fat. So give it a try. You know, you can get HGH, you can get whatever you want. I was surprised how easy you can get them in stores here in Columbus. Yeah, I would be I more. Think it, I don't know if it does enough for the level that we're at to be worth. Paying. I think so, it does. So listen, I was. I didn't want to be a, a professional. I wanted to stop having injuries. I wanted to be able to recover better and stronger. And I'm. I was so tired of getting hurt all the time that that's why I looked into it. Yeah, I'm more interested in recovery and there are some places where that recovery thing that I'm thinking of is definitely legal. Um, yeah. I just need a special card here to be able to <laughs> receive that. Does that help you recover? I would not call that a performance <laughs> enhancer. <laughs> but you can't it go sure to the Olympics with them. I can tell you that. Helps you sleep, which helps you recover. It helps yeah. your anxiety, which helps you recover. It helps you sleep, but it won't keep you asleep if you have a dog barking at you or a child running in there or a, I don't know, someone so, else yeah. who's taken some and thinks things are happening. I, in the there's a, there's a, there's a girl I know around here that was cycling like some pretty heavy shit, you know, like anabolic stuff. And it did not go well for her. Let's just put it that way. Like, and it was pretty obvious. Like she was putting up crazy, you know, she was PRing her snatch by 30 pounds and she started to sound like a man. And, you know, like it was gained a lot of weight, got like real puffy and, and whatnot. So, you know, that was a good sort of testament for me to see and be like, okay, yeah, you know, don't want that to happen. I, I wouldn't go that so go that far but the SARMs are really I shouldn't say they're innocuous but they're not they're different and yes totally curious totally curious I don't, about I don't want the puffy ones like yeah no I want the lean me out get me ripped ones while I'm yeah. recovering better. I want the you know improve your engine 
Did they have that? Ones. Yep. I may pay for that. But, but so yeah, to answer your question, yes, very, very curious about them. <laughs> so especially about so, so here's my answer to all this, right? If we are all curious about this kind of stuff and are willing to look them up and possibly hit the button, why in the hell wouldn't you be that tempted if you're a professional athlete trying to make a career out of this? Yeah, the only problem is uh, we know we're not getting tested. So well, I feel like if you know you're going to get tested, that's that's your answer. That's why you don't do it. Or you need someone who knows more about it than you to tell you when you can come off of it. But you're gambling for sure. Also, I've I'm heard, not that good. <laughs> I have heard former football players say, if you get popped, it's because you're not smart. Right. Correct. Like there are ways to do it where you don't, the science on how to mask it is faster than the science on how to detect it. Yeah. True. So yeah. I, I just wanted to kind of like put that out there for everybody who, who berates these people. My God, like we're four people who would have looked into it. Uh, I'm not that interested okay. in people. Three, three people. I'm into recovery. Three people who have looked into it and we have nothing to gain from it other than just feeling better. Right. So put all that other yeah. pressure on you. And how tempted are you going to be? True. And I'm not saying it's right or that we should get rid of testing or any of that stuff. I'm just saying that understand that there are pressures on these people to perform. And if low level athletes, and I know you guys are up at 10%, I'm in the lower level. If I'm tempted, why the hell wouldn't they be? So I don't know. I just wanted to kind of make that point. Yeah. So, <laughs> all right, no. let's talk about, let's talk about real life right now. Um, I am home alone <gasps> until Sunday. Today's Wednesday. Mm. Yeah. Charlie just went, oh my gosh, how do I get that? Yeah. <laughs> right? It's about a seven hour drive, buddy. Come on. Bring all a right. puppy. I'm bringing pep, uh, the pizzas. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, uh, Daughter and husband are at a softball tournament and Braden is dog sitting. So, and let's face it, even if Braden was home, I'd be by myself. So yeah, like right. that's not happening, but yeah. And we, he picked, he picked his first two classes yesterday online. He's taking a kinesiology class, which I told him he shouldn't take because that's what he wants to major in. And I was like, save that for later, but he got at that. And then there's this like core curriculum category that you have to pick from and there's about 50 different classes but they're all basically like a like a heavy writing block mm-hmm. and so there's all different you know there's chinese calligraphy there's lgbt lifestyle there's environmental health there's whatever and he was like kept picking these like oh i want the biology one or oh i want the chemistry one and it kept saying like you needed approval from your professor so we got really frustrated and we were looking down the line and there was one it was called drugs and it's basically like the psychology of drugs and how like what makes people addicted and, and all that kind oh, of that'd stuff be and he's like super oh. interesting super yeah it's a psychology class and yeah. it's funny he he has this sort of stigma about psychology classes like he thinks anybody that takes psychology is a psycho and anyone that majors in psychology needs a psychologist and so he's very anti-psychology but when he saw the description of that class i was like why don't you take it so he's taken a psych class it's growth maybe maybe yeah. uh I don't know what maybe, but so that was cool. But I'm by myself now for a very long time. So my house will be very clean because once I clean it, it'll stay clean. Yep. There won't be that much laundry being done and my dogs will be all over me. And Perfect. when are you going on vacation? Next Wednesday, a week from today. That's when, that's when the big trip starts. I got to pack for Madison in a week. <sighs> yeah, scares me. So my week is way different than yours. (laughs) I have so much shit happening. I don't even know what to do. Um, We close on our house on Friday, which we have been going through. And if you've ever bought a house, my God, the number of amount of paperwork and all that crap you got to do 
is insane. And every time you think you're done, another load of paperwork comes in. Um, so that's happening on Friday. Um, yesterday, one of my remaining two wounds closed out down to one wound and it, it was half the size it was last week. Nice. So nice. hoping by Madison, it's gone. Nice. And then my wife is having knee surgery next Tuesday before we get back together, uh, full knee replacement. And so she's going through all the pre-op stuff this week, which has been pretty crazy. And we've set up like, who is going to be your caregiver when I am in Madison? <laughs> which I actually did volunteer to not go, uh, to stay home with her. And she was very adamant about that not being the case. And I did also check in to make sure that that was okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, have you arranged for this or I just want to make sure you're married when we come back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll be married. But as she gets more nervous, she's like, you're gone a whole week? Like a whole week? I'm like, uh, <laughs> yeah, I told you that. <laughs> should have got it memorized and signed off on. Yeah. And then I got my tattoo scheduled. So so session one is August 13th. Nice. Session one of two or three? Uh, Guessing three. Okay. Very cool. Fantastic. I'm going to be the only one that doesn't have one on this Yeah. Speaking of alternative lifestyle choices, um, my piercing, I still have this lump like right next to where the earring, the nose ring goes into my nose and it is not going away and it is bothering me so much. So I need to know from our audience, people I'm taking, I'm asking for medical advice now because nothing that the piercers have told me is working. The guy in Vegas told me witch hazel and I've been putting witch hazel on that sucker like three times a day. Is it a keloid? I, I don't know. I, it's I don't, a keloid. It can be removed, but it'll keep coming back. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I mean, I've never had it, keloids before. So like, you know, with my ears pierced or yeah. something like that. Um, everyone keeps saying like the two piercers that I talked to, they're like, it'll go away. It'll just kind of like slough off like some dead skin. I'm like, okay. Um, so my piercer here told me tea tree oil. So I ordered some tea tree oil and I've been putting that on. I'm, I'm not doing both. I'm like kind of like doing a couple days with the tree, tea tree oil, see how that works. Going back and forth with that in the witch hazel. It looks great when I first wake up in the morning and then like throughout the course of the day, it just gets worse and it gets like inflamed and it doesn't help that I have allergies and I'm constantly like rubbing my nose and all that. But I'm so bummed because I want to look cute and it doesn't look cute. Stick away. Stick the earring through it. It'll be fine. All the way through it. I need like a bigger something to cover up the bump. <laughs> I'm bummed. Not, and you it's have not to like I can take it out and it would go more, away. Right? Yeah. It's only, I've only had it like eight weeks. You have to go six but months. But I, I didn't notice the bump until the guy in Vegas changed the jewelry. Mm-hmm. and him taking that out was traumatic <laughs> i mean he got pliers and was like <clears throat> pulling hard so part of me feels like he caused it i don't know I don't well know the, i mean a, i, I think isn't that i mean a keloid is like trauma to the skin like as a response to trauma to the skin which a piercing could be considered a trauma yeah so you might need to check with a dermatologist yeah i think that's going to be my next thing but like you know can i just be normal can i just go get a piercing and be done with it i don't think at our age we can <laughs> apparently not master's piercings you don't know start the rest so mine's all so good annoying. so far a lot of jokes in there i'm just leaving on the table <laughs> <laughs> um i'm just bored with what they put in there i want i i made the mistake of buying the replacement stuff already and I can't do it for another three weeks but anyway 
And just a quick update on my nutrition that I confessed to you last week. Uh, got it back dialed in, um, doing really well now again, and uh, weight's coming down. So really happy. Good. Good job. And we made a plan about what equipment we're going to take to Madison. So dumbbells, kettlebell, and sandbag. And jump rope. And jump rope. Oh, good. Yep. So. And are you guys still at the same hotel? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That you were? Yeah. Okay. All right. Good. Anybody else so get anything questions? before we hit the questions? Yeah. Well, our silly questions are brought to you by Up Before You Coffee. You can go to upbeforeyou.com and use the code Clydesdale20 and get 20% off your order. All right, question number one. Would you rather give up breakfast, lunch, or dinner forever? Amy. Lunch, gone. I love breakfast food. I need to eat like as soon as I wake up and I feel like I really love dinner time type food. So, and you could make dinner time early. Like you could go 4 p.m. I feel like, so I feel like that's a good interval between those. So lunch is, lunch is out of here. Okay, Scott. Uh, breakfast. Even though I love breakfast food, I don't really eat breakfast food that much anymore. And I can, I'm not as hungry in the morning as I am in the evening. So I could give that up easier. Okay, Charlie. I'm gonna cheat the system. I'm gonna say breakfast because yeah, you could go without breakfast. However, you could eat breakfast food for dinner and it's still dinner. So therefore I can still eat pancakes at 7 p.m. So breakfast. True. True. Are, are pancakes a breakfast? Or I mean, are pancakes a vegetable? Yes. Okay. And delicious. That's funny. Yeah, I'm with you guys. Breakfast for me. I don't, I don't, I mean, I work out first thing in the morning. I don't eat breakfast. I hate breakfast. Um, my husband loves to go out to breakfast on the weekends, and it's like my least favorite thing to do ever. Um, it's a problem. So he usually recruits my daughter or son to go with him for his breakfast, but yeah, I could easily, I pretty much don't do breakfast anyway. So, <laughs> you know, it's Are funny because I, breakfast never used to be a thing for me. Like I used to skip it all the time until like 10 years ago when I started caring more about like my nutrition and exercise. And then it became like super important to me. So like, that's why I got to keep it for me. Yeah. Well, and if, when you're at these events, like it's really important because you may not eat again until <laughs> 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. Never know when that last meal, that next meal is coming. Yeah. All right. So question number two, if animals could talk, which animal would be the rudest? Scott. Well, that's easy. Cats. They walk around your house. Like they own the joints. They um, are dicks. They are. Cats are dicks. Cats. Are they far. rude or are they just snooty? One in the same. It's, it's a snooty rudeness. Snooty rude. Thank you better Charlie, than me. Think? Yeah. Mine's the cat. Also. I feel like a rhinoceros yeah. might be too, though, on occasion. Hmm. Just walk around with this look at me. You can't hurt me. <laughs> a large individual. I'll ram you if I want. That could be from Ice Age, though. Oh, <laughs> I'm picking a hippo because they are rude. Mm, like in Jumanji. The water with their mouth open all the time, like, <sighs> so. Wait, how, what was that? That's a good one. Yeah, I didn't think of that. Um, I got super specific um, and okay. I went with a chihuahua because I feel like they're rude. Um, they don't, they yeah. think they, they act like they, they're bigger than they are and they never stop talking. <laughs> they definitely have little man syndrome. Mm -hmm. Purebred chihuahuas, of course, not, not mixes, Scott. No, yeah. no offense to. I thought that was Walter. a dig, but okay. No, not at okay. all. 
So question, right. that's it, right? That's it. Yeah. So who, next week's we have guest. On, uh, Monday. Next week's okay. guest is if you checked out the morning chalk up, you'll have seen a preview. Uh, it is Miss Allison Scuds, uh, demo team captain for the 2021 CrossFit Games. Um, she joined us and talked about what it was like to be the demo king, demo king, the demo captain, demo team captain. I'm just trying to combine too much. Uh, and we put that out on Morning Chalk Up as a bottom line episode. But we also talked to her about uh, growing up in Columbus, uh, moving to Miami, where she was an RA assistant with some famous CrossFit people down there in Miami. So uh, and then how she got to California and all that stuff. And it's a really cool episode. So check it out Tuesday morning at 2 a.m. if you want to get up or just when you get up on Tuesday morning. <laughs> and a lot of great stories about her and her partner's dates that they've gotten to have. They're pretty amazing and epic. So, yeah. Yeah. I was, um, I, I missed that interview and I was so bummed to hear that she was an all-star cheerleader because... Eliana was an all-star cheerleader and I had so many questions and things that I wanted to know that I ended up DMing her a bunch after like after I produced the episode to like you know I think we saw her videos on YouTube and and things like that so that was really cool to hear that that she was an all-star cheerleader. Well and she's agreed to come back after the game so you can ask her all the questions again. Good yeah I can't wait to meet her too out there. Awesome. All All right. right best thing from the internet. I'll start. Oh, wait, before we start, we no women slap fighting, Charlie. Yes. It's been used twice. Uh, Listen, it can be used five times. It's so fantastic, but that's fine. I got another one. All right. So mine is, guys, remember uh, the TikTok Jimmy Reese that I sent you guys about the, um, the person that picks the containers for the different kinds of food? You know, we talked about like the raspberries with a little pillow underneath. Well, they do uh, this bit about Olympic, um, Olympic sports, picking Olympic sports. And they're talking about track and the, and the guy's like, let's have a running event, you know, and the guy's like, all right, well, how long, you know, how long should they run? He's like 200 meters. He's like, really? 200 meters. Okay. All right. 200 meters. I'll write that down. And then he says, and 400 meters. And so he's got the 200, the 400, and then he says, and 800 meters. And the guy's like, all right, so 240. So I'll just go ahead and put 1600 down. He's like, no, Jason, that's too long. 1500 meters. <laughs> it's just, he goes on about hurdles and how hurdles are fences. And it's very athletic to jump over fences. And the guy just doesn't understand. And then at the very end of the clip, he talks about weightlifting, you know, and he says, we're going to, you know, we're going to have someone lift something really heavy. And the guy's like, oh, great. You know, a test of strength. He said, yes but they're going to use a long stick with weights on the ends and they're going to bring it to their shoulder and then pop it over their heads. And we'll call it the clean and jerk. <laughs> it's just funny. That guy is so funny. So that was my thing. Uh, Amy. Uh, mine's going to be Cassidy Lance. She posted, um, she said, you know, when I, was that yours? No, no, okay. it's a good one though. When she goes, she's got, when she's I got three, don't worry. Okay. When I go to the gym and come home and my wife's outside and she's got the baby and the carrier on top of the um, lawnmower as they, as she's uh, mowing the lawn. <laughs> and, and at the, first when I saw and the lawnmower it, I looks like, like a stroller. Yeah. I, I thought it was, I was like, she just, pushed this, and I'm like, oh, she's mowing the lawn. Like, that's pretty funny. So, and it looked like an electric mower before before we get any crazy comments out there so <laughs> yeah, yeah Charlie funny. that's great uh mine is if you don't know who James Townsend is you need to know who he is he is Mal O'Brien's coach he they had a camp over the weekend that I will be attending in Iowa next year <laughs> he posted a picture of him cleaning 405 not a squat clean it was a power clean and it looked like it was 135 and not even a borderline power clean like no. a straight up <laughs> mini dip like, power clean like, like i barely move my feet yeah right i i was like this is silly 
Then I reconsidered going to Iowa. (laughs) But I said, you know what? I'm doing it anyway. I have to. I don't have a choice. That was impressive. So so mine is not CrossFit related. It is The Black Widow. Watched it this weekend on Disney Plus. Was really reluctant to spend the 30 bucks, but then my daughter called and said they wanted to watch it. So we split it 15-15. And so worth, so worth the it would have been worth the 30 bucks. Uh, one of the best movies I've seen in a long time. Uh Awesome, awesome, awesome. Highly recommend. Watch it last night. I have a question. I have a question about this, this movie. Do I need to know anything about anything to appreciate no. the movie? Because I am not up on any Marvel plot lines, characters. And no, then it's no. what so holds it's, me back from watching any of these movies. So it's essentially her origin story. Um, so you don't really need to know anything because they start at the... It's actually before the adventure movies. Well, no, it's not. It's after. Even that is too much. Too much information. Even that, like that, it, it you all, won't, I'm already you won't, like, oh man. You, no, you won't be lost. You won't be lost. Okay. It really has nothing. I might, I might have there there may be a few characters that, like, we were like, ooh, but you and you won't know who they are. But it doesn't take away from the storyline. Right. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I want to be cool and like Marvel stuff, so I'm trying. Yeah. Making an effort. Yeah, I actually awesome. started watching um, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yes. And the only Marvel movie that I did not watch was the first Captain America. And I've had to go back and watch it to understand this series. Yes. And that really, it did kind of irk me a bit because I've watched every other freaking Marvel movie out there except for that one. And I needed that one to watch that, that series. And that one's good too. It is. It's a good series, but you need the Captain America storyline. I mean, Captain America is good. The first one. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, do we meet? We will meet next week before we all start traveling, right? So we have one more episode. So you're the one that travels. I will. On Wednesday. I'm not. I'm not leaving until 4 p.m. So I should be good. Okay. So we'll just do the same time next week. Yeah. Let's remember too. I want to discuss Amy's sleuthing capabilities for um college roommates and her competition my you know my son's college roommate okay yeah yeah and we'll hear about the competition so good luck amy this weekend also you know what's happening before then well it's your birthday (laughs) you're somebody's getting older i'm gonna turn 43 on friday oh cool happy birthday thank you yeah happy birthday that's awesome Thanks. July 16th. That's why was a good year. That's why I'm doing this competition for my because I wanted to do that. That's the kind of stuff I would want to do on my birthday. Yeah. Work out. Work out. That's awesome. You don't have the crustable. And one last thing before we say goodbye. Did everybody program overhead squats yesterday? Everybody I've saw on Instagram, every all my (laughs) friends were doing overhead squats no matter what you belong to. Ours is tomorrow. Oh, okay. Every, like, every Tuesday. Hell? Everybody's on the Fraser bandwagon. Not me. <laughs> what bandwagon are you on? See, Charlie? we missed that one too because we had Nick on and Charlie reached out to Nick and got programming. Have you tried any of it? I have started this week. It's true. Wolf. <laughs> that competitor stuff is no joke. I mean, it's it two no... sessions. You can't do it in one session. Oh, no. Oh, no. You oh, you can't. It's a, it's a twofer. I've been there yeah. from five till eight. I still don't get it all. Day. Really? It's true. We and need I to make a push for the master's track, hurt. I think. I think so. Or the fitness okay. track or, or just go home track. All right, guys. We, it was great to have Dave Newman on and get that update, but we missed a lot of our own little updates because <laughs> because we ran out of time, uh, and the and the drug popping was kind of a big topic at the beginning. So next week we're gonna have to catch up on all this stuff and find out how Fraser's going, Underdogs is going, and Proven is going, um, and Jeez. how his comp went, and uh, <laughs> the fact that I have to ride with Super Sleuth all the way to Madison. 
I'm going to be sleuthing so much. So thank you to Dave Newman for joining us. RX Smart Gear, use Clydesdale 15 at checkout, get 15% off anything. And he offered prizes. So come see us at the booth in a week and a half uh, to do giveaways uh, when we do a little podcast thing there. Um, we'll talk about our shirts. We'll talk about merch. We'll talk about stuff like that next week. And until then, we'll see you next time on the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends. Bye. See ya. Thank you for joining us on the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends podcast. Remember, you can find us now on YouTube as well as all major podcast platforms. Please go ahead and hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you use and consider giving us a five-star rating. Thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you next time on the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends.